Ed Robertson, along with her friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series uh, set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a, little, a thing or two well, about. Well, you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have. Many have happened to me. Many have happened to friends of mine. It's not, if you're looking for Valley of the Dolls, it's not. It's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes, Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. Hi, this is Sherry Jackson, and you're listening to TV Confidential. At Roberts, with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will air next week on this station at the usual time. We hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, Greg Airbar is with us via Zoom as we continue our look at recently released DVD and streaming titles that we think you'll find of interest. We'll talk about Make Room for Daddy in just a second. Just one more note about the practice, because you mentioned the show was a three-camera show filmed in front of an audience. And this is also, this is another tidbit I got from John Biner's book, Five Minutes, Mr. Biner. You mentioned how the Thomases often worked together or would guest on each other's shows. Apparently... Danny's wife, Rose Marie, uh, would entertain the audience in between setups on show night. Uh, yeah. And she would sing. And, they, and, and apparently they had a live band that they played on Friday nights in, you know, to entertain the audience as they're setting up different scenes. That's a cool factoid. Yeah, they, they worked all that into the series. The credits of Make Room for Daddy and the Danny Thomas show, which it, which it changed its name to uh, when it went to CBS... It uh, says at the end, music by Spencer Hagen. That was Herbert Spencer and uh, Earl Hagen. And sometimes he'd even mention it in passing during the show. That was their orchestra. And you can buy albums by the Spencer Hagen Orchestra. And they, they, it, was, it was very much like I Love Lucy, where Desi's orchestra was on stage and his performances were part of the show. Uh, it's also, it was also somewhat like Seinfeld, and that especially in the early days where the end of the show tended to tie together the storyline in his nightclub routine and in his jokes. So, yes, yes, that was an integral part. Uh, and it was like radio, and that radio also did the same thing. There was a live orchestra, there were songs, and there were, there were storylines that all kind of fit together. Um, it, was, it was an outstanding kind of a musical show. And as a matter of fact, there's a record album that's fairly easy to get that the uh, that was uh, sponsored by Post on Columbia, that is songs that he sings, that he sang on the show, the CBS version of the show, uh, like Linda and things like that. Uh, and, and he talks a little bit about each of the characters on it. That's the Marjorie Lord day, days. But just speaking of his wife, who was in show business, in the early episodes, the original wife on the show was Margaret, mm -hmm. which is Marlowe's real name. And Margaret came from a show business family and her parents were vaudevillians. So a lot of what his character was, was precisely, like a lot of radio shows, was precisely worked into his fictional character. He was born in Michigan, but he was raised in Toledo. His ethnicity 
was an integral part of his character and his heritage was and that was something that was unusual for its day just like ricky ricardo yeah. his heritage was a huge part of the storylines and and the the essence of what the show was uh the the food and the language and the music so um yes you're absolutely right uh family was a a huge part of it so that does make it very different from what you would hear about jerry lewis or any of the other polarizing personalities that people would say and i'm not making po apologies for danny thomas's behavior that could be even worse than his fame for spit takes um that's that's stuff that i just don't get into um but you can't deny that the impact he had uh was tremendous and not really talked about very much surprising Greg Arabar is with us via Zoom as we take a look at Make Room for Daddy and the legacy of Danny Thomas on television, both in front of the camera and behind the scenes. Make Room for Daddy is available for home entertainment viewing in several incarnations. Greg will spell out all of those later on in the segment. We will also include that information on the show notes of this episode. Behind the scenes, he produced the show along with Sheldon Leonard, if I remember correctly, yeah. and uh, at the time, Make Room for Daddy was in production. He and Sheldon Leonard got the Andy Griffith show on the air. That was also a Danny Thomas production. Yeah. Uh, the Dick Van Dyke show was a joint Danny Thomas production uh, in collaboration with Carl Reiner and Sheldon Leonard and Dick Van Dyke. I think that's how you got the Calvada. Um, right. I think that's the acronym for all of their initials uh he also produced the or he and Sheldon Leonard also produced the Joey Bishop show which had a nice this is the Joey Bishop sitcom show from the early 60s versus the late night show on ABC the Joey Bishop show um had a nice four year run we talked about that on your segment a couple of years back so his influence on his, his contributions, his legacy to television, the early sitcom of the uh, first 20 years of television goes beyond his own show. Although I will concede, Greg, I remember Make Room for Granddaddy more than Make Room for Daddy, even though Make Room for Daddy was played on reruns growing, on Channel 2 growing up. I remember watching Make Room for Granddaddy more. Well, one of the points about Make Room for Daddy, seeing it now, and, and uh, since we're talking about it, we should mention that you can you can see the very early episodes with Gene Hagen as his wife, Margaret. Uh, and then at the time, the two children were Sherry Jackson and Rusty Hamer. Yes. Rusty Hamer remained on the show through its run. And then Sherry Jackson stayed with it for a while, then was replaced by Penny Parker for a couple of years when she married the character Pat Harrington played. And that happens in the uh, fifth, sixth, and seventh seasons, which are available on Amazon. Um, the fifth, sixth, and seventh season on Amazon Prime are referred to as the first, second, and third season. They do that because you wouldn't understand any other way. Um, they're listed as the Danny Thomas Show, which is correct. They actually were on CBS, the Danny Thomas Show. When it was Make Room for Daddy, it was on ABC. And when Gene Hagen left the show... It was a very unusual thing to do to kill off the character. But over the summer, her character died. And then when we came back in the fall, he was a widower. And the season they spent the season with him dating and being a widower. And then they came back in the following season with, with um, 
Marjorie Lord. Marjorie Lord, was, the mother of uh, Ann Archer, and her yeah. husband, John Archer, was one of the great character actors of the Golden Age of Television. Yes, and uh, her daughter, probably, I would say, best known for playing the wife in... Um, Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction, yes, the terrifying movie. And Marjorie Lord's ca character, Kathy, was a nurse, and so she wasn't show business, so they made her a very different character. Now, Marjorie Lord's account, and there's some very interesting uh, features on the DVD. Uh, now, there's only the fifth and sixth season on DVD, not the seventh. That you have to have Amazon Prime for. But the fifth uh, and sixth season has a few extras. And one of them's an interview with Marjorie Lord. And yes, it's true. Uh, Danny Thomas was bombastic. So was Sheldon Leonard. And so when she came on the set, and, and then the Andy Griffith was surprised by this as well. In fact, he said, I want my set to be low key. You know, um, he, he said, I don't, I want a laid back uh, staff because this isn't, this isn't what, I, you can just hear him. This isn't what I'm used to. Um, but they were from the streets. They were they were street kids, and they yelled and screamed. But if you're from that that a atmosphere, you understand that that's as my grandmother would say, that's their way. And it wasn't necessarily malevolent. It was just it was just it was loud. And Marjorie Lord adapted to it, and sometimes she learned you had to give it back. And she was she was very fond of them. Angela Cartwright was very fond of them. Not so much Gene Hagen or um, Cherry Jackson. Gene Hagen had come right off of Singing in the Rain, where she was so great. I mean, she stole the movie as the actress who couldn't make the transition into sound film. She was so great as Lena Lamont. She, she was great. So suddenly she's got a Best Actress nomination, and then she thinks she's going to go into the series and be his equal. And she does have a stronger character, than uh, Marjorie Lord, but it's the Danny Thomas show and it focuses on him. And she was getting increasingly frustrated anyway. So eventually she left after her contract ended and wasn't happy. And so that was unfortunate. Marjorie Lord's character was totally different. But the other thing to remember though, is it is very much, I hate the phrase and everybody says it's happening, but it is of its time. Danny Williams character and Kathy Williams are a couple of the fifties and he is a master of the house. He's old country, you know, he's second generation, I, I guess, of, uh, of Lebanese. Uncle Tanous, our beloved Hans Conrad, is old country who wants to throw a wedding with, you know, sheep roasting in Central Park and people dancing and, you know, and that kind of stuff. And it's difficult to explain. You don't have arranged marriages and that kind of stuff. It's, it's the story of somebody adjusting to the changing world of the 50s so here's this father trying to run things with a with a firm hand and sometimes mentioning that he has a firm hand with his kids and them being rebellious and the wife saying you can't be that way and quite often him being the fool but it doesn't always play well in 2020 so you have to be prepared for the you know the, the disclaimer so to say of this is almost like a ralph cramden character who is very successful but nonetheless old-fashioned. Um, that's probably why the show didn't run as long in syndication, is um, she's a traditional mom of the 50s, um, a devoted wife and mother. They have a housekeeper sometimes, and she's African-American, which is also a stereotype. And she, what do they really need her for half the time? Because they have an apartment, a gorgeous apartment, 
Um, and so, you know, and yet they make reference to how Kathy works so hard cooking and cleaning, but they have a housekeeper. So there's a lot of things that, that today's people might say, you know, I'm not thrilled with some of this stuff. But you got to look at it in the context. It's a very funny. See, the Dick Van Dyke show was the 60s. You had the couple that represented the Kennedys. You had Jackie who had her own life. And so you had Laura who could have who chose marriage, but she had talent and she could have gone out and worked and she did. And, you know, but she chose. So you had a different kind of a wife that made it different as well. And you had Carl Reiner, who had a more progressive attitude in the writing. So it, the Dick Van Dyke show is make room for daddy for the 60s. They sang in their living room with an invisible orchestra. You know, it was the dad having a show business life. And you saw a little bit of his life at home and a little bit, except with the D Danny Thomas show, it was more 20% work and 80% home. But you could see that you could see the germination. You could see the larval stages of what Dick Van Dyke was, just like I Love Lucy was even, you know, an earlier version. The main thing about Danny Thomas was if you look at what Gary Marshall did with Happy Days, it's the same kind of show because very often, They'd be singing out of nowhere. They'd sing in the living room, you know. Then you had Arnold's where there were frequent concerts, you know, with with Leather Tuscadero, and and then uh, Richie had a band, and and uh, Anson Williams would sing. And then later, when they brought in Chachi, you know, and then Joni loves Chachi. There were there was constant performing. So, and that's where Gary Marshall's training ground was. So the. <laughs> The incredible amount of, of larval stages, early stages, really sprang out of that particular show, if you can look at it from that standpoint. The thing that I really want to emphasize as a, in, in particular personally is the sixth season is the season where Annette Funicello was a, was a, a semi-regular. And that, to me, is very thrilling because very few people realize Annette played a role on a, on a network sitcom. And uh, before she had a, uh, a big film career, uh, this was when Sherry Jackson uh, was had left the series, and they were they were looking around for young a young teen to come in, and she played uh, an Italian exchange student with an accent named Gina Minnelli, and Gina is what she named one of her one of her kids. Uh, and she got to sing a song from one of her her brand new record albums, a song a song called Wild Willie, sang it right there in the living room. That's another thing about the Danny Thomas show is he had a lot of guest stars like Jack Benny. There's a very funny Jack Benny episode where they can't figure out why Jack is so successful because all he does is wait for his, you know, say nothing and say, well, maybe he sold his soul to the devil and Danny dreams that the devil was played by Gail Gordon buys his soul and his word is g and every time he says g people burst out laughing it's a very <laughs> funny episode uh, but he also nurtured young talent there's an episode with bobby rydell and, and and other episodes with young performers because and that's what gary marshall did showcasing young performers who like ron howard said i owe my career to that in fact ron howard has said in interviews that he never worked before a live audience before happy days well, he was a tiny little tot right. in the pilot for the backdoor pilot for the Andy Griffith show. 
little Ronnie Howard is Opie and he's throwing out lines and the audience is roaring with laughter and he's playing to a packed house. And it's kind of interesting to hear the Andy Griffith show with three cameras, you know, um, that's, that's a fascinating thing too. So if you love TV and you want to see the roots, that alone. Would be or, or, or as Greg puts it, the larval stages of the larval stages. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the pupa. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, let's 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 keep the metaphor in control. The the Danny Thomas show aka Make Room for Daddy, some of it is available on DVD through Amazon, some of it is available on Amazon Prime. We will differentiate between the two in the show notes for this edition of TV Confidential or any other final points. Yeah, seasons five and six are on DVD from S'more Entertainment, which I believe also did the Ed Sullivan DVDs. Oh, okay, I've, wanna, I've heard of them. Yeah, and if you want to hunt around for some of the episodes from the early seasons and a couple from, it ran 11 seasons. There's not as many from the, the subsequent seasons. You can find a few on YouTube, and there are also public domain episodes that have flown around on low-cost videos. Now, there's quite a bit out there, and... Uh, just something to check out and enjoy during these times. You can read Greg Airbar's Animation Spin column twice a month at cartoonresearch.com. We'll take a quick time out and back more TV Confidential right after this. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, this is who you're missing. Don Wells. Eric Braden. Jansen Williams. Troy Finnis. Peter Borschel. Lindsay Wagner. Loretta Swift. Ben Asner. Uh, a lovely, enchanting interview. It's all the conversation. It wasn't an interview. Well, thank you. That's that's what I try to do. That's what I I try to make this a conversation. You made it. That's TV Confidential every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. One more item. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances, broken air conditioner, broken down heating system, broken down washer dryer, broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Hi, this is Pat Harrington. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Roberts with a reminder that Amy Stock, Keanu Reeves, and Alex Winter will be reprising their roles in Bill and Ted Face the Music, available through Orion Pictures on Tuesday, September 1st. You can follow Amy Stock 
on Twitter and on Instagram. That'll do it for our program this week, folks. Ed Robertson, Baffer, Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grace, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we will talk to you next time on TV Confidential. 45 Years of the Rockford Files, revised third edition. The complete history of the Rockford Files on television, now completely updated with more than 20 new interviews, additional photographs, and a whole lot more. 45 Years of the Rockford Files, available now at rockford45.com, rockford45.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash TV Confidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.